0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. I am Doug Wagner.
1: I'm Marcus Destin. Welcome to Films in Black and White everybody. I think we need something after this. Like I'm Marcus Destin. I'm black
0: It's a little weird in this video format because if you were like, I'm Marcus Destin and I'm white, they'd be like, oh!
1: They could be be convinced
0: easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do voices if we wanted, but it would – probably get us off the
1: air pretty fast probably probably. this is probably the wrong time to do like it's just too much time and everybody's watching everybody has nothing but time on their hands
0: because i mean i thought a lot of i think a lot of people were like oh man the coronavirus the best thing that's going to happen for us is that maybe some of this racist stuff's going to die down and it did not nope it actually got worse
1: all it did was ramp (laughs) the hell up i was like all right Right. y'all are just y'all's are bored as hit. Head- I saw a video today. Once again, as you should know, this is not a political podcast, but sometimes we're a political it is podcast. Not. Um, but I saw a video of a cop trying to get into a building that was like trying to that was violating the social distancing rules. And it was just literally, I was I looked at the video three times. It was just a whole bunch of older white people guarding the door. There was like just standing would not let him in and was like surrounding him. And it looked like he was about to get beat up, but yet he didn't pull his gun. And I was like, huh? Interesting. That's it. That's all I had for that video. Because they were all interesting, right? Why are people so persistent? There was, there was also another video of people like protesting of like opening up the gyms and they were literally doing the things that they could do at home to protest. Like, they're outside the courthouse doing push-ups, doing squats, and like everything. And I'm like, you can do this at home. Why are you protesting? This doesn't make sense for you to protest. Open up the gyms. For you to do exactly I'm not getting doing. pushed. This doesn't even make, this doesn't make any sense at all. The corona has got people tripping. That's the bottom line. Bottom yeah, line. Absolutely. We're living in a purge. Ooh. What? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not yet, but like, probably. Anyway. We're headed there, probably. We are in week seven,
0: I think. I've lost track of the weeks now. I have, we're in week seven of uh, the uh, coronavirus, the Rona, keeping us indoors. Uh,
1: how you holding up? I'm, I'm okay. Started work again, so they kind of got me into a new routine. Um, yeah. Work is pretty that's much good. just like home, though. Nobody's, nobody's there. It's just, <laughs> just like, Instead I of sitting by yourself there. at home, you're sitting by yourself at the oh, muck, huh? That's it, for like three hours, and I'm just like, yeah, there's nobody here. Like, right like, it's, it's kind of strange like it people kind of walk it. By, you but have but like sit quiet yeah yeah that's it like because you can't we you know you don't turn you don't want to like turn the tvs on and think anybody's like there so like you get there and you sit there and it's literally you can hear a mouse fart like that's right. how quiet it is inside of there like it's it's, it's abnormally quiet but i'm i'm cool though. Right. i'm cool all right that's good it, that's so good. i got a new routine going got a haircut good um so i feel a lot good. better i was gonna say you look like you were a little more,
0: more trimmed
1: yeah it was rough. Your beard yes, looked better.
0: Rough.
1: thank you. appreciate it
0: yeah yeah good well, that's good. Glad things are going well on your end, especially now that yeah how about you
1: mode.
0: uh not too bad uh it's start i mean it's starting to kind of and we're starting to get creeper creeping closer, to getting us back to work um the gym has reopened up with some new guidelines and social distancing orders and stuff like that in so i'll get back a little bit into that routine next week um Mm. you know obviously so long as it feels safe and so on and so forth but um yeah i mean it's going it's going well i mean i'm kind of ready to have i'm kind of ready to have uh my life uh my kids not around me all the time and i'm ready to kind of get back into my life a little bit um it's it's hard man i mean it's really i mean Not because now we're starting to get into planning for next fall, like opening and what the building's going to look like and programming and all that jazz. And so, you know, when it was the end of the semester, it was just, it was easier to kind of chip away and block off chunks of time. And now it's like, well, there's more. I mean, there was stuff I was supposed to work on, but now there's more stuff I have to work on that has that that's a little bit heavier and important. So it's just been a little crazy. So yeah. Ready to get back at it.
1: At least we're not California. California has got three more months. They're, they're locked down till July. So yeah, you know, no, I feel thank like you. we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do I want to be California and play it safe or do I want to go back out and, and hope everybody's yeah. okay? I don't know, which It's kind of like the six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. So we'll right. see. That's I mean, all we can do is wait it out, I guess.
0: Right, exactly. And again, <clears throat> take care of yourself. Wash your hands, wear a cloth mask when going out in public, social distance, that stuff. I think if you can keep that stuff going, I mean, you really control what you can control, right?
1: Yeah, and control absolutely. yourself
0: that's about it so um cool well let's get after it let's get into the let's get into some movie stuff so this is a uh, a movie review episode um and we're bringing back some we want to just touch on some news so we're going to hit you mm. with our top two so marcus what's your top two pieces of movie news for that you've heard over the course of the past
1: week um things that i'm pretty excited about uh actually so percy jackson they just announced a percy jackson series for disney plus um for any for those of you that are familiar with the percy jackson series um it is kind of it is about that demigod greek mythology but it's based like it's surrounding the lives of their children like their teenage children and so basically coming into their own there was two movies that came out way well like years ago Um, That I fairly enjoyed those two movies, but for some reason they never continue that route. And so it's kind of exciting to see that they'll be doing a series, which I think can fit this story a little bit more and allows you to develop characters a little bit more as opposed to trying to squeeze in a thousand things into one film. So that's pretty exciting. Disney, Disney plus seems to be really diving into the content field. Like sure. there's been a lot of announcements about different types of content, different series coming. And so I'm excited for that, but that was one. And the other one was the uh, Superman and Lois TV show. Um, oh. the, the C, yeah. The CW has just, they released like a full listing of TV shows that they got coming up. So they got like a Walker, Texas Ranger reboot, Superman sure. and Lois. Um, they have the swamp. They have a swamp thing. They're oh, bringing cool. that series to CW. So that's really cool. Of course. Yeah, it is really, it's really dope. So, The CW has some sleepers and they have a lot of really good TV shows on there. If you're really still into watching TV shows every week and really catching things like the flash and that kind of stuff, that's the dope part. So those are my two top news for the week. What about you?
0: Sure. First one is uh, a trailer dropped this week for the movie. Um, I want to look it up and get it right. Um, Trailer dropped for uh, this new movie with Pete Davidson, um, which Uh, looks
1: King of Staten Island.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I watched the trailer for it, and I am really, really, really excited about it. Just yeah. as a movie, because I think I think it's going to touch on some really heavy stuff, but I think it's going to do it in that Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson kind of way, where it's like we're able to use humor as sort of a rubber sword to make a mother like to make a point, but not make people upset. So. I'm really just excited. It looks like it's going to be one of those kind of similar to funny people. If you ever saw that with Adam Sandler, where it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a funny movie about a comedian, but there's some really dark underground stuff to it too. So sort of a dark comedy, really excited about what that looks like and what that'll be. Um, The other piece of movie news is they dropped some, I mean, they did some interviews with um, Robert Pattinson from Batman about just what he's been doing. And basically what he said is he's not doing anything. He said he's not trying to keep himself active or in any type of shape, just because it's stressful enough trying to think about what he's gonna do. Um, So he said that he's really not trying to focus on that because it's just too much pressure with everything else going on. And he's like, I'll have enough time to get myself back into that shape and to hit it really, really hard. But he's not following any trainer advice while he's in quarantine.
1: That worries me because the director just said that everybody should be keeping up with their, which is funny because Seth MacFarlane had an interview with Jimmy Fallon and he was talking about how the Orville got shut down in their third season mid, like cut as they were recording mid-season. So he made a joke about how one shot for the third season, you'll have the regular shot, and then the next would be ten people with like ten to twelve pounds, like in addition from the corona, like from being quarantined. So. Yeah. I think for a lot of films, you're going to see that. I hope, I just hope he takes it serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I hope he so. Has to know how how serious this Batman role is, he has to know that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would really like to think that. I mean, he's
0: going to have to dial it back in. But if it, what my fear is, is that it's going to be kind of like he's on call. He's got like a red phone in his house, and the director's going to call him up and be like, "We're getting after it. Get on a plane." And he's going to have to. He's not going to have any lead time to do some no. squat thrusts and crunches to get himself back in shape or whatever it is he does. Like, yeah. he's not going to have any time. Like he's just going to have to go.
1: What type of shape? I wonder what type of shape he was in. You right. Know, usually we get a glimpse of, we got a glimpse of, of Christian Bale when, you know, that, that post Bane fight, we saw how big he bulked up for a fem, and We all know Christian Bale is a, he's very much so a method actor. He dives into yeah. these roles where he um, either loses weight or gains weight. But, like, I wonder where he is now and what Bruce is supposed to look like. That's yeah. the thing that interests me, of what kind of Bruce Wayne will we have. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. Makes, me, it makes, makes me a little
0: nervous. Like you said, makes me a little nervous, but interesting to say the least, that there's somebody yeah. who's just kind of ignoring it. So For sure. So, cool. Oh, Top two, just to get us a little taste until we get to next week. So, we really were excited about this next feature we're adding. So, we're trying to make I, I, the podcast
1: I, I, better. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. That was me. Oh, okay, I was you. like, I was like, did you have with random noises? No, random, random noises. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're
0: really trying to make the podcast better, and we're very excited about this next feature. Um, we're going to add a quiz element to our podcast. We're kind of trying to come up with a fun name for it, but um, st- stump the black and white folks, I guess, is what it's it's supposed to be. Um, and this is an opportunity where we're going to actually invite guests to join us for a small segments of our podcast um Mm -hmm. and then um basically quiz them see what they know about movie news or if they have a quiz for us and they want to see if they can stump us either way um but right now marcus and i are going to do it with each other with a little uh a little quote uh so it's going to be called guess name that movie just based off the quote so marcus do you want to go first or would you like me to go first i think you should go first all right that is fine i will absolutely go first um are you ready sir i'm ready okay so i'm not going to give you any information i am literally just going to read it and you see if you can tell me what the movie is okay are you ready yeah i'm ready okay don't you see the danger john inherent in what you're doing here genetic power is the most genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen but you'll wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun
1: this is a sci-fi something. Um, is it Jurassic Park? It is Jurassic Park. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, look at What's you. That, is, that, is that one? Is that Jurassic Park one? Yep, Jurassic Park 1, ah, 1993. Can you right, guess the right. person who says it? That's going to be hard. Uh, Can you guess that, the person that says it? It's this. But you will it like if it, It's the guy with the um with the amber cane. He—that's who he's talking to, but that's not the person who said it. Ah, oh, man. Because that character's name is John Hammond.
0: Hammond. So he says, "Don't you see what I you're mean. doing here, John?" So that's who he's talking to.
1: Is it, is it the guy that the, the guy that doesn't like dinosaurs? He's the the he's essentially the, the 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 adventurer of the film. You mean? I don't. What is? I don't know. Uh, okay, so Dr. there's. Ian, I'll tell you. Yeah. How about just, that? I'll bail it? you out, Doctor Ian Malcolm.
0: So it's um. It's what's hold on. It's what's his name's character. I can't believe I don't remember this. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character. Ah,
1: that's that's not who I thought it was. Yeah, that's not who I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. that's my cool Okay, cool. cool. good job. job. I'm impressed. You got that like right away. I, thank you. I, you know that is one of my favorite movies. I think we talked about that. Like, yeah. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. So. Yep. Yep. Um, it must be like embedded in my head because I just was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. My turn. Are you ready? Yes, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti.
0: Okay, so that is Doctor Hannibal Lecter
1: Sorry. in The Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. That was that was really good. Yeah, you got that one. That was that, I felt like that was kind of spot on. Once you get to the once yep. you get to the the fava beans and the Chianti. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, a fun good. fact about that is I listened to a I listened to a podcast where they talked about. Um, like his role in that movie and how mm-hmm. it was like, it was scary, but it was scary because he played him as kind of a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that portion, because right after that, he goes, <laughs> like yeah. right after that in the movie, yeah. that yeah. was improvised. He did not, he was, mm-hmm. that was not something that was scripted. So if you, so there's a, okay, we like to plug other podcasts, but there's another podcast that's great called Unspooled, where they talk about really, really good movies like the AFI mm-hmm. Top 100. Um, mm-hmm. And that's they did a little bit of a feature on like his work and his choices that he made with that character, and it's nuts to hear about. Damn.
1: That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Okay. I was well, hearing those kind of facts about actors improvising our favorite mm-hmm. moments because you're yeah. like, man, the director really had it, and you're like, no, that's no, that's one of those didn't. moments you have to credit the actor.
0: Yeah. Because so, I mean, he no could have gone and played that like super dark and super mm-hmm. aggressive, and it yeah. would have been scary. But the fact that he plays it so flat. Like, and you can't, like, it's hard to read him and he plays it so, like, mental and he talks, like, so quiet. Mm-hmm. It almost makes you more scared of him because you're like, no, this is a dude who talks like he's done this before and he's really calm yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. 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 That's kind of crazy, yeah. though. Cool. But, awesome. man, that was good.
0: Yeah. So, if you are interested in being a guest on our podcast and attempting to stump us or you want us to stump you... Uh, just shoot us a Facebook message, shoot us a, a text, what have you, um, and we'll kind of go from there. But we're excited to introduce that into the podcast. So, the awesome. Well, let's get into this week's movie. Marcus, it was your pick, so you
1: get to tell us the movie and the rating scale this week. All right, everybody. So this week, um, we had a really dope, it was actually a really uh, really dope film. I actually watched it twice. I think I watched it twice, which is kind of hard for me because I don't watch a lot of Netflix. but. Um, yeah. We watched, this week, we watched Extraction, uh, which is available on Netflix. If you have a Netflix, if you are subscribed, you can go ahead and watch that right now. You can pause this, go and watch it, um, and then listen to our review. Yeah. Um, So, Extraction uh, stars Chris Hemsworth. Uh, It is directed by Sam Hargrave and uh, producer credits to Chris Hemsworth and Anthony Russo. And this week's, um, what are we calling it, a grading scale? This week's grading scale is going to be The Mummy (laughs) 1 versus Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. (laughs) So I wanted to keep it in the same movie (laughs) series genre. uh, Yeah. Two two very opposing ends of movies. Oh Um, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So your good movie is The Mummy and your
0: bad movie is Tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
1: Okay, Tomb of the all Featuring right. Jet Li for some strange reason. It's just, yeah, there you go. But yeah, mummies exist. So here we go. That's Mummy. all I got.
0: <laughs> mummies exist in China. That's
1: why. Um, <laughs>
0: cool, awesome. Can we just like that movie was just terrible. God, it was bizarre. Was it was weird. I mean, there were Yetis it in it.
1: Unnecessary. Yeah.
0: He kept switching. It. He was trying. He, at one point, I feel like he was a dragon, which I didn't quite understand. But yeah, this sounds like something Josh Wheaton would do. Probably. Um, all right. Marcus, do you want <laughs> do you wanna give us your uh your synopsis of
1: this particular movie? For sure. So, um basically, boom, this is what happened. You got a movie about this ex soldier, right? Big, big, big white, big Australian man. He got mad tattoos. He's basically the Australian version of Jason Momoa. Um, so you basically got this guy, right? He's tormented. He's this good, he's this good guy, bad guy, tormented, split, because he made some bad decisions in the past and he's fighting some demons. Um, there's a situation that comes up that allows him to get some money, some, some extended money. He, they run this, um, operation apparently, cause it's, you can tell this isn't the first time, um, where, he, you know, he can go in, do this thing, get some bread because he's the best of the best at what he does. All right. um, get into the situation where this kid is kidnapped. Gotta return the kid, okay? Um, In that, of course, the process ain't as simple. There's a whole bunch of shit that goes down. You got um, a mixture of... The, the kid who who, who who's um, watcher or overseer, it gets threatened by the kid's dad, you know what I'm saying? But he can't afford to pay the bill off, so he got to try to kidnap the kid from the kidnappers. Um, and then in that, you got the other drug lord who started the beef and stole the kid in the first place trying to get the kid back, okay? It's also several 50,000 kids in the process who are soldiers to that drug lord trying to get the kid back. So it's just a whole bunch of shit going on. The police is corrupted. Everybody's corrupted. corrupted. All in the beautiful city of Bangladesh um it's just it's just a lot of shit going on like it's a very if you like action this is what this is about yep
0: and I feel like it's not like excessive Michael Bay action either like it was definitely it's not like everything explodes it is very I would say it makes an attempt to be as real as possible I've never uh I've never seen some shit, as the as as former army and military folks will say, uh, but this yeah. seems to me like it was an attempt to make it as real as possible. So, um, yeah, I, it was very I,
1: necessary action.
0: I did not realize that it was set in Bangladesh right away, so I tried to figure out where it was from. And I, my exact one of my exact notes from this whole movie was. <laughs> I didn't realize that Bangladesh had that much shit going on. Like, you never hear about Bangladesh as the place people, like, I mean, I was, Brittany, Brittany and I watched this, and I asked her, she asked me, like, shortly after, she's like, where is this? And right away, I was like, Southeast Asia, probably. (laughs) I was like, Vietnam, (laughs) Myanmar, Burma, like, it was something there, because that's the the shit I expect to go down in Southeast Mm -hmm. Asia. But Mm -hmm. then when I found out it was Bangladesh, I was like, really? Yeah. like I never heard yeah. that that was a thing. Anyway, they had a was, they had a scene, was, they had a up.
1: scene where it was like you can see how busy the streets are, obviously, right? Yeah. And so it's nothing like it's nothing like America. So they had a scene where there was a knife fight, and literally they're waiting for a truck to pass by in the middle of the knife fight, just because like nobody's stopping while these people are fighting. Everybody's no! still. They're just like looking and they're just watching, and I'm just like, y'all just gonna spectate while this knife fight is happening? Yep. Nobody goes up like, hey, 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 hey. Not here. Yeah. There's people yeah. around.
0: Everybody's <laughs> no. just like, yeah, "Fuck it, let them work it out." Like two dogs, just let them fight until they fix it. So. Let them fight. Uh, That's what they said in
1: Godzilla. Yeah. Let them, let them
0: fight. Let them fight. A random. Um, I, don't know why I did a voice? <laughs> I don't know why I did a voice. Um, all right. So let's get into it. What What worked for you? What was good? What did you like?
1: Uh, there was actually a lot that I liked in here I'm going to go more into the cinematography like the shots of it Um, what I really enjoyed were these virtual reality type shots defined by my little sister Mia Um, we were watching it and there was words that I couldn't put together of like how the shots felt but it felt like like when you put on a VR goggle and you're sitting there and you're like experiencing it in the car chases in particular it felt like I was sitting in the back seat of the car Oh, sure. Um, so like POV. every moment. Yeah, it felt very much like a POV call of duty type. Like yeah. if you play these first person shooter games, this is what it felt like. But more than that, it felt like the um, the motion of the vehicles, the motion of the camera made me feel like when they're running, I'm running like I'm almost just as tired mm-hmm. of just looking at the film because there it's like once the action starts. It's boom, 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 boom. It, it goes right yep. into it. So that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. Um, and we'll go back and forth. Let, let's go back and forth with yeah, the yeah. Uh, things that we thought worked.
0: Uh, what I thought worked, to be honest with you, is I'm going to go and piggyback off what you said, the cinematography. I thought the framing of stuff was really well. I thought there were some really pretty shots in this movie. Like, I thought that there were some really, like, yeah. it was well-framed. It was lit well. It just looked really, really good. I mean, right off the gate the piano scene where that kid is playing the piano and the shot sort of is down towards the bottom, but then it kind of pans up a little bit. I just thought that that was really, Mm -hmm. really well done. And then they even used similar framing styles to, to kind of evoke the same feeling that you were had. Mm -hmm. So like that same shot of looking at the kid at the piano was very similar to the shot of, hemsworth looking out his front door when he's in australia like they look mm-hmm. and feel very similar and they're framed similarly so mm-hmm. i just think it was an interesting choice and i really really liked it i thought it was well done yeah,
1: yeah i don't know who and this was and this was sam hargrave's first time directing this was his debut mm-hmm. so i thought sure. that with that being said if he's responsible for these kind of shots or um creating this vision um I, you know, I give very big kudos to him. It's been a while since I felt like that about sure. an action film, and this very much so felt like an action yeah. film. No, it's not going to win an award. It, I'm not expecting it to win any type of award, a big award, but sometimes I want to get back to movies just being enjoyable movies, Like, and the awards sure. happen second because the movies are just so good. So I just felt like this was very good. It didn't go looking to be an award-winning project. It was just very, very good. So um, It was great opening action. Like yeah i said action throughout one of the other things that i enjoyed was the character development um yeah they didn't give it to you all at once but then when they did give you the little bit i enjoyed the scene with ov which is the little kid mm-hmm. um, the guy kidnapped and tyler which is chris hemsworth character um i enjoyed that scene of them in the bedroom and him watching over ov while he's sleep, but Ovi's asking him questions about like basically dissecting him about what why yeah. are you like this why did this go so wrong and they have this kind of connection about Chris Hemsworth right. or Tyler feels disconnected from the world because of the decision he made with, you know, his kid and leaving his kid while his kid fought, was it lymphoma? Or lymphoma? Yes. Yep. Lymphoma. It was, it was, yep. It was, it was lymphoma. So Chris, he, Chris volunteers to go back to war, um, while his child basically in his is fighting lymphoma and then dies while he's away. Um, yeah. and Toby says that, you know, so basically I'm this package, so my father treats me just like a package too as well like nobody really cares about Ovi, but they just treat him like you know like he's this danger or he is this hot commodity that if anybody else gets their hand on they'll have an upper hand about so i it wasn't too much but but it wasn't it was like just enough to get me involved in the characters and see like okay they actually do give a fuck. it wasn't chris hemsworth trying to fight um right you could you could see that he cared he he, he, wasn't like usually you get the separation between characters where if it's a kid and an adult the adult is more like shut up you don't know anything but it it didn't feel like that in this movie
0: no and it was definitely you could tell that there was a bond that developed over time because right away it was very cold like put this on do what i say you'll be fine but by the end i mean especially that scene that you just talked about where i mean shortly after that Ovi shoots chris hemsworth's friend brother not yeah. exactly sure um but shoots him um and then starts crying and there's this really like warm kind of like heartfelt moment where uh, obi's crying and saying i just want to go home and instead of like being like get off me let's get you home he, he hugs him back he goes we'll get you there like we'll, yeah. we'll you know and i thought that that was really really nice so yeah, yeah i agree with you um another thing that- what's up everybody we need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a play. Editing from your phone or computer, super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own, po- own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. This movie that worked for me that I thought was really well done um, was just the action itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because uh, in, sometimes in action movies, they tend to protect the main, like the main protagonist and they can mm. tend to like, make sure that they're not really touchable or they do things that are really, really fantastical. And I gotta be honest with you, they put Hemsworth through the goddamn ringer in this. Like there was that
1: fight scene that was in the middle of the street. They fucked him up.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in the middle of the street and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this car just comes out of nowhere and just runs him over, like just hits him. And I was like, oh shit. And I just, and typically in action movies, you don't see that. I mean, to Mm -hmm. contrast this with something like let's give you an example, like bad boys. I mean, the two Martin Lawrence and Will Smith didn't really get as beat up in bad boys as Chris Hemsworth did. And it was a similar type situation. So I just thought that it was really interesting to see that choice and to really make it a little bit more raw um, and how it goes um so i was really impressed with the action i thought it was well done it wasn't over the top it was just the right amount for me because i'm not a big action movie guy but i thought that was really well done so yeah that's that's definitely something that worked for me yeah
1: i thought that i think that that's a dope that's a dope um that's a dope thing to take note of because usually we wait until the end of movies to see a character get really really beat up because they do right they do make characters seem invincible, but what made this war movie or action movie seem realistic was Chris was pretty beat up. The first night scene that we get, um, oh where yeah, just his arm was in a sling, his, yeah. yeah, arm was in a sling. Um, he took a couple knives. He took a couple like stabs, like to the to the yeah. chest area, like you know what I'm saying. So it w- it was pretty. It was pretty bad, and so I think that makes it more realistic. Um, so yeah, that was it just that was pretty it. should
0: dope. be super surprising because I looked up. I looked up the director um and actually one of the interesting things about Sam Hargrave is Sam Hargrave is famous for being a stunt double. Really? Like he was a stunt double on yeah, he was a stunt double on The Wolverine. He played Hugh Jackman. Listen to some of these other credits of things that he did where he was a stunt double. So, um so he did if you go all the way back um he was a stunt double for Gambit and Victor uh, Gambit and X-Men Origins Wolverine. He was a stunt double for, um, in the movie Transformers. He was a stunt double in, um, what else? He was a stunt double in Green Lantern, a stunt double in the Avengers. He basically stunt doubled for Captain America. So it's not, it, it's not super surprising that he mm. shot it and made the choices he did with the action. He was like, I'm a stunt double. I know how to do this well to make mm-hmm. it look as real and as raw as possible. So mm-hmm. I think that that's where, if you're going to do an action movie, get a stunt double to, to, if they have the ability to direct like Sam does and they have the desire to, get him to do it. Because, man, it's, it's going to look
1: dope. That is, that's phenomenal. And he's been a part of some – some big pretty big films in general those are pretty big yeah. films that you name whether they flopped yeah. or whether they did not yeah. flop um those are huge, huge films to be a part of yeah and he's hung, that means he's he's hung around a lot of directors so that means yeah. he's been taking in a lot of knowledge he's been taking in and just watching and analyzing but somebody trusted him enough to be like no he gets it and he can do this so yeah i think that's he, pretty dope he's been he has been a stunt
0: double and in the business for action movies since 2005. So yeah. for the past like 15 to 14, 14 to 15 years, he's been literally watching, observing, and seeing how it goes. Um, and even most recently with Avengers: Endgame, he was a stunt coordinator. So he helped figure out the stunts for folks on that. So he has his chops and knows what he's Pretty doing. Good. So, but I think that that choice showed itself in that action that was there because I thought it was really really cool and really really well done
1: that's pretty boss to to go to go from a stunt person to even go to a stunt coordinator in Avengers Endgame that's a huge yeah. film All right. um, yeah. and, and and I can see why Anthony Russo may have given a producer credit I can also see why Chris Hemsworth I see their relation yep. now um not yep. to say that they gave yeah, him an advantage yeah. but I but I think that is dope I think that that's yeah, very, they very dope.
0: Um, like, I really want to do this. It's a passion project. It'd be fun to do. Would you guys be willing to help me out? Um, and I'm sure for directing, Russo gave him some pointers and was like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, let's walk oh, you through yeah. this and make sure you do it well. So I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah. And Chris, as an actor, of course, had to give him some credits, too. Shout out to Chris Hemsworth for finding a good genre that fit him. Um, he, he, he manages to balance being Thor and still being Chris Hemsworth outside of being Thor. I, thought um, and I think that that's hard thing. to do.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think
0: I think Crips, Chris Hemsworth does a good job of being more than a pretty face. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's cast in these action movies, but I think he's he's different than what happened to um, with some of these other like pretty boy stars that were in Can action me. who that were in action movies and then ended up doing something like silly. Like, if you think about. Um, Oh, shit. What's his name? Not to bring G.I. Joe back up, but he went from doing G.I. Joe to doing Magic Mike. I mean, that's he was originally in the business.
1: Damn.
0: Yep. Tatum was in the business to be a big, bulky action star, and it literally was like his highlights are not action movies. They're comedies, because I remember him from 21 and 22 Mm -hmm. Jump Street, which are hysterical, but he's not known for being this, like – Chris Hemsworth has found the genre and has made it work for him and maintained that by making sure he picks things that work.
1: Yeah. But you can, and you can also see that in um, the female, the Ghostbuster, their most recent Ghostbusters yeah. film. Um, and you can see that he could still be, he's a funny guy. Um, yeah. He doesn't, he steps out of that um, just a strong, like you said, a pretty face because he seems to have a sense of humor as well right. as, you know, He's this attractive person that you can put on the screen and he can also battle. He can carry an action film just yeah. by his stature alone. And um, sure. I, th- I thought that that was just, I don't know. I thought that was pretty dope. So Good. shout out to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, Anything else that worked for you? Yeah, it was, I had one of the scenes in particular, I, I'm going to go more specific scenes now. Um, a couple yeah. of the scenes that I really, really enjoyed was the fighting the kid scene. And oh, the reason yeah. that I enjoyed this was because um, <laughs> he Man, you could see the switch in his character. In the first fighting scene, they have this kid who's trying to shoot him and he just takes the gun from the kid and he tells the kid, go, and the kid just leaves. As the film progresses, this Indian drug lord sends out all of these kids who are his, like a part of his army, essentially, right? Um, And there's a scene in the alley where there's a group of five kids trying to kill Chris Hemsworth on a motorcycle. But they have bags over their hair, their faces covered. So he's thinking that they're adults. But so he, at one point he switches and he doesn't shoot any of these kids intentionally. No. He does not knife them, harm them, but he beats the fuck out of these kids. He beat the hell <laughs> yeah, out of them. Like he knocked, um, what was his name? Was Farhad? Um, he knocked Farhad with a car. He, no, he slapped him. He slapped the shit out of him. He, w- slapped, he slapped him so bad that he went to the uh, <laughs> went to the drug lord and was like, "Listen, he made he embarrassed me. You can take, you can cut off my second finger. Please allow me to go back out there and shoot this motherfucker because he <laughs> slapped the piss out of me in the alley, and I just can't, I can't have that."
0: Yeah, my quote while watching it that I wrote is, "He slapped the weird looking boy like he just, <laughs> he just like, and then that one kid." Like he was down on the ground and he grabs him by the leg and like throws yeah. him into a car. Yeah. Like he beat yeah. shit out of these yeah. poor children. Like beat them bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he threw a motorcycle I that that on one was, of
1: their legs. It
0: was bad. yeah, yeah. He was, just, but again, that level of restraint because he is the best at what mm-hmm. he does. It would have been nothing for him to just put a bullet in each of them. But because they were kids yeah. and because there's that backstory of like what went on with his own kid, he made a choice. And I thought that that was really, really cool and really, really well done. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. So cool. that yeah. was one scene I enjoyed. Um, and then the other one, obviously I already said the car chase scene. I really enjoyed these scenes because um, they did well with the, with the proper use of their surroundings. Yep. Um Just the car chases... They didn't restrain themselves to one area; It just felt like it was a free flowing like an actual car chase like yep. if we're really in this type of situation, I'm not going to restrain you to
2: yeah. need to
1: like be on this cute little road with all these nice shots yeah. or anything like that no um it re- they just really did well with having these alternative shots, and it was so much going on that you really felt like you were in the vehicle um and so yeah, you thought I you started. I just really wanted to highlight those two that uh, highlight those two, those two scenes.:
0: Yeah, I thought that that was really good. I agree. I think both of those really like made the movie um, and really helped a lot. Um, I mean, the rest of the action was good, but those two specifically were really, really cool. Um, so my, the last thing that I'm going to talk about that worked was I thought that they did a good job of casting a little kid, um, of casting a kid. That could sure. act alongside Chris, Chris Hemsworth. You know, this was a yeah. lower budget movie. They weren't going to get. They weren't want to. They weren't going to get some kid who had like really strong acting chops, um, mm-hmm. because it's on Netflix, and they probably spent a majority of their money on Hemsworth and action budget. Mm-hmm. But man, I hope we did a good job. Like, I don't think that there was yeah. ever a point. There's always a temptation in these old man saving a young kid style movies where the kid's annoying,
1: mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, but I didn't. One thing, yeah.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine to jump in. I I just didn't think that he was annoying at all. I didn't. I didn't ever say out loud, "Just shoot the kid, so we can be done with it." Like I, because oftentimes in some of these movies, you're like, "Oh, shut up!" Like just yeah. shut up. Yeah. Like so, this movie I thought did a good job of picking a kid that did a good job acting, and I think the writers did a good job of developing a back, like using a backstory from this, because it was a of short story they did a good job of writing a script that could work for this kid's ability.
1: Yeah, I I I absolutely agree with um us having these kid characters that are always asking a million questions. Like I really under, I really love the fact that Ovi they set Ovi up so well the real actor's name is Rude Rude. Rakash Jaswal, and I hope that I'm pronouncing that right, but shout out to him, um, because they did well in putting Ovi in a situation where he was already kidnapped. And so yeah. it makes sense for you to already be kidnapped. Now, everybody reacts differently to situations, obviously, but if yeah. Ovi's already been kidnapped, and somebody's in to save you, and they tell you, put this on, do this, do that, do this, I'm probably going to follow the person that just saved me. I'm not right. gonna ask a million questions now they also did a fairly well balanced with when Ovie's over when Ovi's overseer came in to try and kidnap him back um he did yeah. start saying like no I need to go with him that's the person I need to go with and he's yeah. like no kids you need to stay with me and it just clicked with Ovi like yeah maybe yeah. this is not maybe this is the right person I need to just stay with and be with so I enjoyed I definitely yeah. agree he was not annoying throughout the film.
0: No, he was not at all. So I thought that that was well done. So anything else on your list of things that you felt like really worked that you want to talk about? Nope. We can go into the bad points. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about what didn't work. Uh, I'll start this one because I have a couple of things. Um, let's get to it. Really, really quickly. Um, as much as I liked Obi as a character, I thought it was goddamn ridiculous for the movie that this motherfucker is walking into a club when he is the son of a jailed drug dealer. Like he walked into a full blown bar and we're all sitting here like, Oh man, he got kidnapped. If I was the security guard that got that news, I was like, well, saw this coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. Him with his other three friends and putting his other friends at risk, because if you know who you are, of course, I'm hanging out with you. Like, that poor kid that was smoking the damn cigarette, man. Right. the... Fuck. He's dead. Right. Like, that's it. You're fucked. Right. And you... Okay, and you're going to step outside
0: for a cigarette break when you're at a club when you could literally be snatched by anybody at any point in time? Right. Well, sorry. Right. There's something about that that I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. Right. Right.
1: I get, But also, I guess it could have been a point that he's been doing this so nothing has ever happened. But that's got to let you know that that's a problem. Because they knew where to right. find you. Oh, They'll yeah where to find you. <laughs> exactly where to find you. He was like, oh, he's about to take a smoke break. And I thought it was fucked up. The cop gave that line like, Oh, you you kids got a, a long life ahead of you. A whole and life ahead of you. And then yeah. he shot him. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Damn. Anything that didn't work for you? Yeah, I had a couple things too. Um the father son relationship seemed very lacking. Um he sent Oh sorry. he sent out the security guard to go get his son and I know that I realized that he made the line and made it the point to be like he's not doing this for a ransom he's doing this for embarrassment or whatever the case may be the other yep. the when it's there was the two yeah. drug lords going against each other but yeah. still it just seemed like when when Ovi made that when Ovi made that reference that my dad treats me like a package there was never any reconciliation from that oh. uh-uh. um, it would just that seem like the father really doesn't give oh. a fuck the overseer probably probably was the one that gave a fuck the most, but yeah. when I, when Obi went home after all this was over, tell me who's the one that gave a fuck about Obi after this was over? Right, this kid's so, literally
0: been dragged through the streets of Bangladesh by a foreigner who, and he has. Yep. And here's the other thing: he watched this foreigner shoot tens of hundreds of people, <laughs> yes. and no one's like, "Hey, Ovi, you gonna make it? Yeah. Like, all yeah. right. Like, let's talk yeah. about this. There's yeah. none of
1: that. It's just guys no. nice at a pool. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah. That was, although I did like this team. Fine, he you know, went swimming. but but yeah. I, what I also enjoyed is they didn't give us a, um, they didn't give us this white savior moment um, with Chris Hemsworth. They had an equal no. balance of the other his overseer was equally trained just not better than chris hemsworth character so i i enjoyed that you had this yep you had chris hemsworth didn't come in and be this white savior um but he did come in and um you know he was able to challenge the overseer but the overseer was just as trained um he got the upper hand and once he got hit by that truck it was a wrap it was over for the overseer couldn't do anything else so that was pretty cool so i did the father-son relationship was a rather lacking yeah, yeah. Um, I thought so.
0: One other thing that I just thought was maybe not that it didn't work because I I liked this movie. Like I thought it was good, so it's not enough for it to ruin it. I just thought it was a missed opportunity. Um, they could have done more with the female character that shoots the drug lord at the end. I felt True. like they could have given us like we didn't really understand the relationship that she had with Chris Chris Hemsworth. It was literally like either he works for her, or that's it. But I thought that there was an opportunity there to, to develop that a little bit more. And it didn't have to be much. It could have been like a scene where it was like, you know, oh, this will just be like South Africa. Remember South Africa? Like it, it could have been anything where they could have referenced a former extraction job that Chris Hemsworth did because there was this implication of a relationship, but you never really saw it pulled out or talked about. And I thought she was an awesome, strong female character. I mean, she was a bad, she was a badass bitch in this Ooh, movie. Oh, yeah, she was dope and Britney said that several times. Yeah, Britney said out loud she goes, "Ooh, she's a bad bitch." I was like, "Yeah, she's
2: she's <laughs>
0: tough." <laughs> so, so like I thought that
1: this was Love Love I
0: thought that this was a great opportunity to have her as a strong female lead or a strong female co like, like supporting actress and they just kind of let it go. Um and I get it, it was and it's not that the runtime was too long or they were trying to get under a time cuz this was an hour and 57 minutes, so almost 2 hours. They could have worked something in but i mean i get it that's not the point but i just thought it was a missed
2: option it is it is swirling in my head so i'm having a difficult time finding what i really don't like about it or what yeah. didn't work for me um because i i don't know i i just have all of that in mind as i'm thinking about it in totality that sure sense.
0: yeah that's fair that's, that's fair. completely fair i mean this is a like we kind of talked about this was a gateway movie not just for the director, and the writer, but for his whole family. I mean, Damon Wayans went on and did some really, really funny stuff mm-hmm. and was still acting just up until recently when they had that Lethal Weapon TV series. Mm-hmm. Like, that jumpstarted a career for not just him, but for everybody who was a part of this movie mm-hmm. going forward. So it's an incredible entry point for all of them. Um, so, yeah, I, I can totally get that. What I struggle with in coming up with the bad is, is really more of a it's it's more of a... I want to say like a crisis of identity. Like I, I don't, it's hard for me to say something like this is bad or maybe I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like maybe right. there's something there where it's like, maybe it's a joke didn't land, but I'm not, I don't want to write the movie off as like being like, Oh, that's because it's bad. I, I want to generally say like, oh, I probably am. There's some, there's something I'm missing yeah. like mm-hmm. culturally that I, that I just maybe don't quite understand. Like, the one, the one joke that I had a hard time landing with me on, um, was the crabs joke,
1: Okay.
0: where she loses her mind and she starts oh, talking. Cramps. And, was it cramps? Or? It was cramps. Okay, so it's was it was cramps. cramps. So that's the other yeah. thing. Then I thought she said crabs, okay. and I was like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me whatsoever. I mean, I get it, the itch, but yeah. I don't know if that would be that bad. <laughs> nah. Never had that bad of an itch before. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, I didn't realize it was cramps, so... I get it, the itch. Well, uh, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, see? Now I have to rethink that whole joke. Yeah. I have to yeah. rethink... I mean, I guess, yeah, then now it makes sense, that, but <laughs> but at the time, it just didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's
1: hilarious. I, I mean, I get it, they itch, but, and I get it but, the itch, but... I get it, the itch, but shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. But for me, I kind of... I, to play off of that, one of the things I had a problem with, I'm, I'm with both of you, Yeah. That, um. I'm also young. There's things that I oh, for sure. you know. There's there's things that I miss in my the identity of age, right? Yeah. That I can miss that I don't understand because I didn't grow up in that time period. Yeah. Um, and there's things that I just, you know, won't get because I just didn't have those experiences yep. like, in, in all those situations, right? You you get a taste of it, but not sure. in depth of being in the eighties and growing up. Like yeah. parenting styles the world changed as I got older where yeah, how I kind of started in the first half of my life, yeah, those things were no longer quote-unquote accepted, yeah, right, on the back end of my life, or they changed. The perspective on those things changed yeah, for sure. a lot moving forward. For sure. So one of the things I did have a problem with was the representation and misrepresentation of um, black women.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Women in general. Yeah.
1: Because everything felt like, um, from the <clears throat> scene in, with her in the bar, Yeah, it felt like that was kind of a, a dig at, at black women, you know, all oh, oh, they stuff be fake excuse me, all this stuff is fake. Yeah. There there wasn't a outside of the mama. Yeah. There wasn't a role that felt strong enough. I was trying to figure out the whole Mightol cramp scene as well. Yeah.
0: Again, it's a it's funny not crabs, scene. It's cramps.
1: <laughs> it's a funny scene. But I'm trying to figure out the connection of why that. Like it's right. is it a tie to Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters that just came out the night before. Yep. I mean the night I'm sorry, the the year, same, before? The year before, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So um Is it a connection to Ghostbusters? What was the joke? Why is that? So for me, it felt like a better representation could have been given when it came to black women or women in general. Right. That may be the only, if I'm, and that's if I'm nitpicking and that's me as a man trying to spot the the difference.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a hyper-masculine movie for sure. Like it's definitely, you know, this is
1: iconic characters and I think, and I hope, and I say that hoping that Extraction 2 does the same thing. Um, sure. Don't pull a fucking tune of the Dragon Emperor. I hope that you, you know, <laughs> that you bring these iconic characters back and that you develop yeah. them even more. So I'm going to give it a um, The Mummy Returns. Um, just a great, a good film, a nice, solid body of work that I can. It's a very rewatchable film. I, in fact, I think I yeah. rewatched The Mummy Returns more than I rewatched The Mummy. So okay. yeah, that's awesome. where I'm at. Cool. That's that's.
0: That's an awesome recommendation. So yeah, I would tend to agree with you. Like I said, it's very digestible. It's very watchable. Um, it's got enough like plot points beneath the action that keep you hooked, um, but enough mm-hmm. action will be moving. So I thought it was yeah. really good. I thought that was good. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Uh, well, anything else that we need to say about this particular movie?
1: no go watch it um go go watch watch it it. tell us what you think we love it when you communicate with us so tell us what you think also shout out to the vermilion uh vermilion theaters here in town um, oh yeah Uh, we love you all Shannon Cole's a listener I know she told me and she likes us (laughs) So your yeah. opinion doesn't matter. So, um, but go watch the film. It's you know I'm not gonna say it's free because everybody can't afford Netflix, but um, it is on Netflix. I recommend you go watch it. Watch it with a group of people um, and just take it for what it is. Don't go in there overthinking it. I'm not yep. gonna tell you it's the best action film of the year. I'm gonna tell yeah. you it's a great film to sit down, watch, and enjoy.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's it's a good. I've got nothing else going on. Movie. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for everybody for tuning in this week. Next week, we'll be back uh, with a news episode, kind of giving the rundown around Hollywood, comic books, the whole thing about what's been going on. Um, As always, recommend us to your friends. uh, Share this stuff. We're seeing some people are watching video versus listening to podcasts. Totally fine. Um, But definitely recommend us to your friends. Um, And yeah, uh, subscribe. uh, Listen to us on Spotify. You can find us wherever. Um, But yeah, and in the meantime... Stay safe, stay healthy, and take care of yourselves. And wash your butt. Yeah, especially your butt.
2: Yeah,
1: especially your butt.
2: Um, we ain't supposed to be showing folks this. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Huh. Absolutely. Interesting. I, I never mean, considered that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. There are things that if, if life at home – is not good. You just whatever stays in what's what happened in this house stay in this house. Right. that has always been the rule. Yeah, like whatever goes on here, you do not go to work. You do not go home spilling the beans about like yo. We got all these type of issues going on because it's not necessarily about the image of being perfect. It's more so the image of. I don't. What is it?
0: Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm is curious. Is it safety?
1: Is it is it to keep people safe or is it to be perfect? well there
2: there is this notion that we do have to be perfect in public mm-hmm.
1: sure. um,
2: and we can be a mess behind closed doors huh. um but it's also a safety mechanism um because anything that anybody knows about you and and your flaws that's that's a way in to to doing you in or mm-hmm. i i can get at you when i know where you're where where you're uh, where there's a chink in your armor where you're right. weak, I can yeah. get you if I know that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I'm gonna present this perfect persona, so that you don't know none of that and you can't say nothing about me. Absolutely. Right.
0: Yeah, I think that's interesting, and I say that I think that's interesting because if I think about like moments in and things that I've been taught from my family is. That principle of, like, you don't air your dirty laundry, mm-hmm. that was, like, my, my parents definitely ingrained that in me of, like, we just don't tell people the stuff that we're trying to work out at home. Mm-hmm. But what I think mm-hmm. is the added difference is there's no cult... Like, I'm not rising to meet people's expectations that they already have decided about me. Like, as a, as a white person, I can be a mess, and people are like, oh, he's, he's, he's just a mess. But if it's... But I would imagine that if it's it's this almost this idea of like the world already thinks I'm less than. Mm-hmm. So if I add on top of that and air on top of that all the other shit I'm going with and going and having to deal with, mm-hmm. it just it's, it's giving people ammunition that they already have and adding fuel or prove, to the or fire. Pro- yeah, or proves them right. Right. Yeah, right. If, right.
1: If, if, if they feel justified in their means of right. Oh, that's just another. Well, I was right the whole time. Right. And yeah. so that's
0: what I think is diff is, is, is interesting is because i grew up with the same principle. But for probably the same reason, just without that significant cultural element to it, based on my privilege and my identity.
1: You have to imagine the type of uh, the type of mental burden that gives you to feel like you have to be perfect all of the Holy time. Holy shit, I couldn't imagine like it. Walking around like you have to, you have to be on a thousand percent of the time and then when you go home yeah you can be off at home but how often are you home and how often are you outside like the balance is so off and i think that that's a that's one of the things about once again one of those timeless messages of yeah this is still something that people deal with today like being here in south dakota you do kind of feel when you first get here the culture shock you feel like that everybody's watching you right and that you the moment that you slip like I feel like that a lot too. Sure. Like they put they can hold you to high esteem, you can speak well, you can talk well, but the moment that you slip or the moment you show a little bit of emotion, sure. it's like and, and there's a split in identities the moment that a woman shows any passion yeah that she goes whatever she, she's the angry black woman yeah or the moment that a man he's an angry you know he's an angry black man right. and and he lost his cool he losing his mind right so i you know i think that that's important to address and that is what we're talking about when we talk about more than a movie like right yes yeah, the satire absolutely. is necessary the com- the, com- the comedy is necessary right yeah but once again it's a coping me- mechanism, like. To, to be able to bounce back.
0: Right. And I think that that's that what makes this such a good movie and probably is indicative of its success at the box office is not just this idea of oh it's funny that appeals to all audiences but if you really if you're paying attention there are some deeper messages that are there that that are worth exploring and again like you've said are still still relevant today. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this is that was great.
1: Um, yeah, so that was um that was one of my bad. The other bad was you just said it appealed to all audiences. One of my bad was it appeals to a certain audience, right? Oh, interesting. So like if you, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. Sure. So you you miss out on sure. possible messages, possible points. If you look at the title and it's like I'm gonna get you sucker, like you said, get with a G I T yeah. or G <laughs> E, like whatever it is, get versus get. Yeah, right. Yeah. So but it, but it feels like <laughs> that you you miss out on a moment. Yeah, for sure cuz so it is for certain people and it could be for like black men yeah. where this is another movie like Shaft like yeah. oh this is for me. Yeah. and maybe not necessarily for anyone else and maybe they don't, you know, catch yeah. it in there. So, yeah. that?
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely interesting. And again, like I said, I walk by this at Blockbuster all the time and never felt comfortable enough picking it up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's an excellent point yeah. of of it maybe not necessarily being for everybody. So,
1: yeah. So, if nobody else has anything, I let's get into the ugly portion where basically ugly is a matter of perspective, right? everybody? Sure. Yeah. So in this matter of perspective, all of us are going to give our view of this movie. Sure. Is it is it good? Is it bad? How do you feel about it? Sure. And then tell me, is it worth the price of admission at your local theater here at Vermillion Theaters? Yeah. Here in Vermillion, we have the Vermillion Theaters, the Coyote Twin, and we support our local businesses. That's what you left, Lamont. That's what, yeah, you left us. You left (laughs) us. And we pay, we pay cheaper. The ticket prices and shout out to uh shannon shannon cole shannon let us take pictures in there for some promo today some videos and pictures inside the vermilion theater hasn't seen anybody's in there since uh the corona started so and we the, got to and the that. heat was on and we were hot it was hot and we was it was steamy yeah, i came was... in there with a hoodie thinking it was gonna be cold like a typical movie day and my man it was, not, it was, man not, boots were it was not cool it was bad um but lamont <laughs> let's start with you let's get to the ugly what do you think how do you feel yep and final thoughts,
0: yes,
2: so this is for me is is worth the price of admission because um if I'm going for the absolute absurd insanely funny yep. um this is where I go yeah okay. um, and this only this is a, this is a it only appeals to people that like those uh, like the the um leslie nielsen movies yep um What was uh, Naked Gun? Yes, yes, um, those Naked Gun movies. This is the the Michael Scott Dunder Mifflin, absolutely, Um, yeah, that type of stupid comedy Mm -hmm. that they are presenting. It has a message in there, yeah, and it's bringing you a message, but you have to be prepared for this type of stupid comedy, yes, um everybody can't handle that yes yeah so I, I think that it, it it is for certain audiences I'm one that has an appreciation for stupid comedy sure um, so I I like it it's, it is worth the price of admission um, I don't have any ugly on this okay yeah. okay that sounds good okay. Doug,
1: how do you feel um
0: definitely worth the price of admission i would watch it again okay. like i would i would watch it again i would if it were playing as like a throwback movie you know at vermilion theaters mm-hmm. like late on a friday saturday night like i'd find a babysitter and i might see if brittany and i could go just because it is that level of stupid stupid humor there were jokes throughout all of this that that's that that to me were like my bread and butter like they were they were jokes that like I I was like they wrote this for me cuz it's just that stupid <laughs> like especially the scene where Chris Rock is in the rib shop and he wants <laughs> just one rib.
1: For a I'm for uh-huh. one
0: rib and then he goes into the soda he's like all right how much for a soda and he goes, well, can you just pour, if I give you 10 cents, can you just pour it in my hand? Like, I thought that that whole joke was the funniest. And yeah. then he's like, can you break 100? I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. well-written. Yeah. That's just good humor. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. So, like I said, I'd, I'd pay to go and see it at a late-night throwback showing at the Vermilion Theaters if they were to do it. Um as far as the ugly is concerned, and it's just throughout our conversation today, like in what we've been talking about, not something I thought about when I was watching it, but I wonder, and I'm curious to see what you all thought, not to you know extend the discussion longer. Do you feel, although that in, I don't want to say lesser hands, but maybe a, a prejudiced audience that this may be the points that it makes? do you feel like maybe those might be lost on some people and it may end up confirming things that they already believe? Or do you think that that's, that's hard? Because that's my question is, like, if I'm thinking about it about somebody who maybe has um, some racial bias, some prejudice that already exists in them, and they watch the young gang competition, mm-hmm. is that going to make the point that they need to make? Or is that just going to be like, oh, even they think it's funny? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I worry about that a little bit. Um and I don't know why I worry about that. I mean, I do It's not worry so much that I didn't enjoy it. I love the movie. I thought it was really funny. And like I said, I'd see it in theater, but just a thought that I had as I'm sitting back and reflecting on it, like, does it make, does it make a point And does that point swing both ways?
2: I think it would. I, I think for somebody that is already biased and is thinking that way, um, probably won't ever see this. Sure.
0: Yes. <laughs> They'd be turned off by the box. They'd, right. Yep. Nope. <laughs>
2: That's <true>. That's <laughs> but if by cool. chance the wrong DVD was in the in the wrong box and they just popping it in. yep, they sitting there watching it like, oh shucks, what is this? Yep. Then yeah they probably would think that oh yes this confirms it. This you know this, yep. this yep. is this ain't fake news. It's real. This is right, yep, is yep. Going yep. On. Um, so, you know, I, I, and there there's a part of that that does happen, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's
0: the danger of satire, though, too. I mean, I remember when, you know, Stephen Colbert had the Colbert Report and people thought that he was being serious. Yes. So, I mean, I suppose that that's the trouble with a certain level of satire, and mm-hmm. this is a satire on black exploitation movies. So, not having the knowledge going in, I suppose that would be a big part of it. So, yeah, yeah that's a very good point I hadn't thought about.
1: Yeah. Um, I I agree to answer your question. I do agree that um, my my thought is always, um, and I had to learn this from my parents that everything ain't for everybody. Right. Yep. Um, and so like there are certain messages that just go over your head. Yep. For There's, sure. I, I mean, as we see more more so lately, like <laughs> the president says, inject yourself with disinfectant. Some people take that serious. Oh god. That's not even sure. satire. That's just him being stupid. Dumb. So like it's just like there's always going to be people that miss the mark and sometimes they have to go back and revisit um, things in order to understand them at a different time in a different place. Right. Um, But as far as the ugly, I don't see the ugly. I don't see any ugly in this. Sure. It serves us. We here at Films in Black and White yep. love to remind people to take things as they are. Absolutely, everything yep. is not going to be an Academy Award-winning blockbuster movie. No. Sometimes a movie is just a movie, and it's just meant for you to enjoy. Yeah, um, absolutely. And for this to be his first film, yep, then to lead to other films and offer other opportunities. You know, there is no ugly for here. I think uh, yeah. in this movie, I think that you watch it, you catch messages. It's a good movie that you can rewatch and. Catch different points at different times and different jokes that you may have missed and background stuff going on. So, I don't see any ugly. Worth the price of admission, right? I paid two ninety nine for it. I Two ninety nine, yeah, two ninety nine yeah. for it, and and I felt like it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where'd you watch it? On stars. Oh, I no, I don't have stars. Uh, look you at got, you.
2: You got stars.
1: Oh, i I got his account. I have stars. Oh, listen. <laughs> Shout out to Lamont for HBO Max. <laughs> you Missed your little air <laughs> horn there. That's, yeah, a, yeah, that's an me, air horn yeah, moment. That is definitely like, air yeah, that's horn a moment. hold on. Let me let me. That's, let that's let me, definitely a shout out to. Yeah, that's a home Lamont run. Lamont gave me the HBO Max password, and I was able to watch the Justice League, the three-hour version of yeah, uh, the Batman yeah, Superman. That's so, really cool. Sorry. I mean, I don't have
0: stars, so I've got, I've got, I've got. I've got Jesus Christ! I've got. <laughs> Apple so I just rented it through that. Okay. But like I said it was worth the $3 yeah. to rent definitely it. For sure. worth it. Definitely, yeah. definitely worth it. Yeah. I
2: do have a question for you though, Doug. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the scene where um where he goes to the um the Black Revolution um off headquarters. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> what did, what did you think about that scene and what did you what things did you catch out of that? You did say you had
1: something to say about that scene.
0: Well, I mean, one I thought it was I thought it was funny and I didn't necessarily get it. Like I assumed that there was a cultural joke there about beans, for example, because the the bean soda and him going it's an acquired taste. And part of me was like acquired for who? Like that's gotta taste <laughs> like that's gotta taste like shit regardless. Like that's gotta be the issue regardless. <laughs> funny. Um I thought the interesting point of like we all showed up to protest and they all left with jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I thought th- I thought that was a funny point. Um Yeah, I mean I suppose there was there was something there, but I'm not exactly sure if I got it. Um, I also thought that the the only thing that I took from that is that the little girl from Jurassic Park was also in this movie. Mm. So that's that was the <laughs> thing that I took from it the most, was I, I saw her, and I was like, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> like, and I started like, I was like, and, I, is you. and you should have seen me. It was like a eureka moment. Like, I stood up from, from my couch, and I was like, Brittany, she was, that's the girl from Jurassic Park. And Brittany's like, oh, I know. I was like, what <laughs> the it's ridiculous. Um but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Was there something greater there that I should have that I should have noticed that maybe I missed out so, on?
2: So there are things like I said, there are details that are that are buried in this that you really have to listen to. So when he calls his wife, and you're not expecting that he's gonna have a white wife, but right. he says, Oh, here's my wife, Ophé Winch. I don't think people Okay, so Ophé is an old old term for white people.
1: Okay, okay.
2: So it, if you go back and watch, um, uh, what's love got to do with it? Uh, okay. I, yeah. it, Ike is in the dressing room and he said, "Them O-Fays out there um, got me second on the bullet. I'm I'm supposed to be first up there." It was a term that black people used to to talk about white. Sure. So that was her first name. Was, I did not know that. What this term? And then winch on right. top of it. Right. Um, going back to the misogyny and all that of this For whole
1: For
2: sure. Um, and then his son's name is Whitey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. As he talks about the white trash getting shot by white trash. <laughs> and Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln got shot by another piece of white, white trash. Tra-
0: a white trash from a uh, cabin in,
1: in,
2: in Illinois.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yes. so... It, it, there were there were those things that were buried in there that I don't yeah. think I don't think people really caught if you're not familiar with sure with that history.
0: No, yeah. that went right over me. Yeah. I don't even think I heard his name at the moment because again I was obsessed with the little girl from Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, so I think I even missed that point. Um, no, that's a that's a good thing. No, I didn't notice that at all.
1: I think that obvious <clears throat> joke which is not the first time Keenan Ivory makes a joke, because once again, if you watch uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central while sipping your juice in the hood, right? Um, th- this It's the same joke of this black-empowered, Go back to africa i am aware that I'm-a-wear-the-dashiki-afro-wearing yeah. man is then married yeah. to a white woman, where yeah. it's like, no, like black power. Like, yeah. The strongest black power, then you see in the community, because this happens in the community, you see, sure. oh, he's married to a white woman. Happens in Don't Be a Menace, where he's like, he, he talks about his, his beautiful queen. Sure. He calls her his uh, milk of magnesia. Yeah. Hello, you beautiful milk of magnesia woman. Yeah. And there's this white woman with cornrows yep. and braces. And he's like, well, she even he's
0: calls like, him in the movie, in this movie, she even says, my African king. Yes. She even yes. calls him that directly yes. in this. So I yeah.
1: think that those direct jokes are hilarious. Because sure. there's, there's a moment and Don't Be A minute. I should make you watch that with Dix. But Don't Be A minute. <laughs> he's like, excuse me, my beautiful black <laughs> ebony queen. Can you move to the side and tell that beautiful Milk of Magnesia woman that I want her, please? <laughs> and it's just It's so its so on the nose Sure, but it's sure, good, sure it's good. It's
0: good. Alright, well, that's something I'll have to watch for again When I watch it yeah, again Yeah, I didn't sure. even pick up on that That's a good question What do you make me think, Lamont? <laughs> what
1: this is all about? That is
0: absolutely accurate <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little, little delay in my air. That,
0: that's okay. Well. We're still getting all the bugs out.
1: Well, listen, this was a struggle. But yes, it was. it was an honor to have it you It was. Here. We're so
0: happy you joined us. Yes. Thank you for taking the time. We yes. know that it's uh, a little bit later there for you, so we appreciate it.
2: Yes. Yes, it's past my bedtime.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I understand. Bet. Before we sign off, Lamont, Le- anything that you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to let people know that they should read, watch, anything like that?
2: Um just keep learning whatever you can get hands on uh just keep learning i got um i got two books sitting over here now that i am that i'm working well i've already read this one white for sure
1: yep yep
2: um good book and this is the other one that i um just got so sure wait for this um so yeah keep learning this is the time um we got to make this society better, and we can only do that when we uh, know about each other and know about our histories and where we've come from and how this is affecting us right now.
0: For sure, sounds beautiful. Absolutely, no, that's beautiful. I could not have said it better. That is absolutely accurate. Yep, we we have a we have a tremendous opportunity to catch the wave that's really been rising to a point here now, and if we can all if we can all catch it, then we can really make some pretty significant change. That's Mm -hmm. that's absolutely truth so absolutely. marcus anything you want to plug
1: anything you want to tell folks about um next week we'll be back via zoom that's I right we will be visiting uh my parents and my people i will be calling you from there yes yes so be that's Vinny. how that's gonna I work i probably will be in the cabin and we'll be switching spots yep absolutely um but you know uh just what lamont said get to know each other on both sides it's not just For a sure. one side thing it's not just a one person thing it's everybody thing so i For think sure. that's always important right yep um nothing to plug Outside of, listen to us, share, follow us on Instagram Please. at Films in Black and White. Tell your friends. Um, tell your friends. We will continue this movie series. Doug has the next movie option. Yep. We have a very special guest. We're not going to go too yeah. deep into it yet. Yeah. But there's a very, another very, uh, so we've had like three good guests back to back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. back yeah, to back to back. We we'll so, only have two. Well, the third one, Dad. I'm already counting. The third them. one, we're already counting. The third one is going to be amazing. Okay. Um, we can't even get into that one yet until no. we get some more information. But, um... Outside of the usual, wash your hands, okay? Wash your hands, 20 seconds, warm water, Irish Springs that has disinfectant in it, okay? Make sure when you're going in getting your groceries sometimes you got to disinfect that too, all right? Uh, and, of course, we cannot leave without telling you to wash your ass. Yep, that's right. Get uh, up in it. That's a little bit of it. That's it. Sometimes, just stop yep. what you're doing and yeah. look in the camera. Stop what you're doing. And smell yourself just yeah. a smell check real quick if like like you're in public
0: thing. if you're in public you can do this yes
1: just a just don't a just a quick waft like hey if you sit down somewhere sometimes when your ass stinks and you don't wash it you sit and there's a waft of air yeah. just get a gust of that yeah see if like see if you want to up and up yeah because if you're not you probably need to postpone that meeting you in and go home for your lunch break get a rag and wash your ass or a loofah. upgrade they're like 38 cents. Just upgrade. A loofah with the, that's got the little curve in the thing right. so you can really get in the cracks get and up crevices. In
0: it. Get up in it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. If you care about your furniture, you'll wash your ass. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, because
1: you are tearing a hole in you your couch. You ever been to somebody's house and
0: they didn't just cook but there's a
1: stench? We know know what it's from. We know what that is. We know what that's coming from. You keep putting on your your couch, and you tearing a hole through your pants, through your drawers, and that stuff lingers, (sighs) man, especially if you got, like, cotton couches. Yeah. Like, it don't just bounce off. That stuff sits in its seat.
2: Yeah. That's why Big Mama Saran wrapped her furniture. Right.
0: See? Right. They didn't do it. They did it because people didn't wash their ass. There you go. Let's not go back to that. There we go. It fell out of style for a reason. It did. Great. I don't have anything to plug either, other than the continuation, <laughs> the continuation, the continuation of washing your ass. Um, the only thing that I'm going to say is check out some of our social media. Um, Instagram, Marcus is doing an awesome, awesome job, like Thank feeding stories do. that are coming from the news to the Instagram. Um, also, check out our Facebook. We're revamping that, dropping on some new like pictures, photos, things from the photo shoot today, so we'll share those there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, just to reiterate, tell your friends, share us with other people, um, invite people to this conversation. I think, especially with this movie series, um, more of the conversation we had today I think is necessary, and yeah. hearing other people have it sometimes gives you that – extra bit of encouragement to to venture out and have that conversation for yourself so that's that's really all that i have as far as what we have to plug
1: that sounds good cool stick with us grow with us as usual um we got some merch on the way some wash your ass mask um, that's right lots of stuff on the way it's going to be dope yep doug and i really just decided to yeah it's like we flipped a switch and said like let's do
0: this for real so
1: um before it was practice we'll see where this goes yeah Yeah, we're excited we're having a good time so that's all that matters but without further ado I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, but y'all know that, though. We will see you. New episodes every Friday. Don't forget to tune in 10 a.m. And on the YouTube. Follow us on YouTube as well. That's right. That's all I got. Right. We'll see y'all later. See ya. Peace. Give them a chance to grow and yep. to and forgive them and an the opportunity to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But it's okay to hold them accountable and hold their feet to the fire when they start fucking shit up. Okay? Yep. Because you are a reflection of your friends. Yep. And what in that same vein, people you spend the most time with. Exactly. So, yep. what if two or three of your people in your friend group are saying some wild ass shit? Guess what? I'm gonna think about you. Oh, birds of a feather flock together. So, fuck you too. Okay. Now, in <laughs> yeah. the same in oh, that yeah. same breath, if two or three of your friends stink, I'm gonna think that you ain't washing your ass. That's a very good point. That um, that, that stench travels. It it stench flows together. Okay. And it doesn't and come if, out if you don't smell it. And you hanging with people that are just kicking it with you, and they laughing and kiki and ha and all the time, then they don't smell it. So all y'all shitty booty. Right. You know the best way to clear up mud butt?
0: So Washing your ass. hot water. That's it. Wash thing. your ass. Please. Just get in there. Spend an extra minute. It's going to be worth it. It'll be worth the extra minute. Yes. And I completely agree with you. I mean, even on the other stuff of holding your friends accountable. Um Growth is a is a growth is a process, not a destination. Yes. Um. And so you need to always be improving and what ways in which you can get better. But Jesus Christ, just
1: wash your ass. Get yeah, wash. Just do what you gotta do? Just just bend over. Listen, bend over. we right. This we gonna keep it honest with you because this is a family thing, right? That's how we do it? Bend over, touch your toes. That's it. Hey. Okay. While you bend over, touch your toes with one hand? Take the other one. Put the towel in there. Get up in there. Yep. That's get it. Get in there. I'll Don't fix. scrub too hard. Don't scrub till you bleed. But just scrub it enough so you feel fresh. Right. Okay. I mean, at the bare minimum, hot water. The at bare the minimum. barest. Barest,
0: barest of, minimums.
1: of minimums. So,
0: cool. That's all we got for you this week. Um, like, subscribe, leave us a review, um, yeah. and stick with us as we continue on this journey. We're very excited for it. Um, but we hope you'll continue with us. So, until then, take care of each other, wash your ass, and we will see you all next week. See y'all. the yeah. ugly truth is that's kind of in what's maybe something that you've learned from going through this process overall
1: man the the, the ugly truth of it all is <sighs> shit is a movie but it's real um yep. and and the ugly truth is this shit has been weighing heavy the entire movie series doing this week after week is heavy stuff yep. um it, it weighs down on you a lot emotionally and 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 mentally to watch these things and know that they are not just fictional movies. Um, These are based off of real life and real life experiences, and they don't always have a happy fucking ending. No, they don't. But that's what the more than a movie series is about is diving in and realizing that a movie is something that is more than just something you turn on your TV to pass the time sometimes. And we, at Black Films and Black and White love to let you know and remind you that you take a movie as it is and sometimes movies are deep and they have a a relaying message um, that needs to be heard so for me it was hard this entire series and and as necessary as it is it's also hard as fuck to, um, to to dive into these movies in my identity as a black man there are certain movies I still cannot watch to this day because it's hard for me but it was necessary to do. And I'm glad that this idea came up. I think it was Doug's idea. Um, I'm I'm glad that this idea came up um, for us to be able to do this, especially with everything going on, because things did not just stop after George Floyd's death. Protests are still going on. Things are still happening. Even in Zimbabwe, people are being abducted and, and beaten for believing in black lives matter and speaking up against police brutality. Yeah. Like, we have to continue the conversation. And this was our way of using our platform to do that. Yep. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Uh, arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Uh, rest, in me, rest in peace, Amad Arbery. Rest in peace to everybody that has died um, violent, public, executionary type deaths. You know what I'm saying? And we demand justice for Elijah McClain and everybody else, man. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I'd say that to say that sitting down and and dealing with something. I mean, the only movie that I think was in this series that was easy was I'm gonna get stuck because it was a comedy. Yeah. But yeah. I think that that was more of an opportunity to highlight how rich black culture is and how many things mm-hmm. exist there. I think the ugly truth for me is that as much as I think uh, and last week tonight with john oliver made a very good point is that i think as we study history and as we look at it i think we've assumed that certain mile markers um have meant being done with Mm -hmm. certain racist components yeah abolish slavery slaves don't exist anymore we got rid of Mm -hmm. that check it off the list we're done Yeah. yeah we got to the 1960s in the in the civil rights movement well check that out everybody's equal moving on and i think what this movie shows us is, this shit was not a fucking checkbox. It was not something you, mm-hmm. we, we crossed off years ago and we got rid of racism the day the Civil Rights Act was passed. We didn't get rid of any yep. of that. Um, this, is, nope. this, this is deep, complex, rich stuff that is not, we're not, we've never gotten any better at. So I think what it has done for me is highlighted the importance of movements like the Black Lives Matter movement, because Mm -hmm. can we just be fucking done with it can we just be you know if you know spike lee made his movie in 1986 like that that's 30 goddamn years ago can we be done Mm -hmm. like can can we finally get the momentum enough behind this that we can be done with some of this nonsense um you know the things in crashman that movie was 2004 that's even less time we're talking yeah. now 16 years between then yep. and that's still a pertinent and relevant discussion piece of things that take place every day are we going to cure individuals of racist thoughts and actions maybe not but maybe mm-hmm. just maybe the system won't be holding people back then also yeah and that's kind Absolutely. of the movement that's kind of the movement end of me as well yeah. um, i think I, I, I mean, I, I echo your sentiment of the of mourning those who have lost their lives in the battle against systemic racism. Um, I would really like to see the murderers of Breonna Taylor arrested, um, charged, tried, convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. on top of that, Gotta say that. out what yeah. the fuck happened with Elijah McClain, um, yeah. at least... I mean, I saw that they opened an FBI investigation, so I'm, I'm happy that there's at least some movement that way. But fuck, man, we got to get this – we, we got we to gotta figure those – we got to stop all of them. But those two specifically, they've been hanging around for too long. We got to figure that shit out. Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely. Cool. Final thoughts for this particular episode as we close out. <laughs> Weird. Hey, air this, horn- when you air don't need to do – Air horn it out. Air horns. Arrest of um, the motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, as we close out episode 21, Marcus, what are our final thoughts? What do you want to leave people with?
1: Uh, final thoughts. Try the best to be your best. Um, do the best you can, Word. as best you can with what you can, as best you can because you can. You know what yep. I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. um, I'm not asking you to save the world. I'm just asking you to be a good fucking human being. Um, and not just in your own, a good human being because it affects your own inner circle. Do it as if, do it because, not as if, do it because it affects those around you. There's a ripple a ripple effect to your actions. Um, and just sure. always keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's the that's the unfunny part um, yep. of things. It's, it's, yep. it's bigger. There's a bigger picture than just you and me and the things that we go through. We all going to go through hell. We're all going to have these moments in our life. Um, but you have to keep going and you cannot take that out on the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Just be a good person, be a good person.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. The unfunny part for me is the same. Um, the unfunny part of me actually is more than just the same. Um, I actually do. I, I mean, Marcus kind of sloughs it off. Like, Oh, I took some personal time to get my head right. I, I really, to be honest with you, I think in the, in the light of what COVID has done to our society, I think what that being combined with the true prevalence and for some reason, since we all have the time to pay attention to it, Mm -hmm. really looking at systemic racism, dealing with the coronavirus and the way in which our economy is currently sitting, y'all take some mental health days, just take a day and just disconnect from shit. Whether that's disconnect yeah, from absolutely. Facebook, whether that's disconnect from Twitter, whatever, if it's social media, if it's you don't call that parent or that family member who just gets your ire it's up and it's oh all gloom, yeah. just take yeah. a minute and just go outside, go for a walk, call a good friend and just catch mm-hmm. up. Because at the end of the day, like, What you feed your heart feeds your head, and if you feed your heart good shit and make yourself feel better, like you'll be able to sort your life out and get everything straight. So I I think a big shout-out to Marcus for being a great role model. My challenge and my final thought is I want everybody to do more of that because it's Mm -hmm. really, really important, and it's super important for people um, to do across the board. On the unfunny part, at the bare minimum, wash your ass. At the bare goddamn
1: minimum. (sighs) The bears like life. I want you to look behind you, Doug, at Stan Lee. Yeah. And I want you to look at his face. That is the face of a man. May he rest in peace. Yeah. That washed his ass. He washed it before he created Spider-Man. Yeah. He washed it before he created X-Men. I mean, for um, all we know,
0: he was inspired by X-Men and Sp- Spider-Man by washing. By his wife, ass.
1: Just taking by that washing. Second. Just the extra second gave us Wolverine. Yeah. Imagine what yeah. the extra second, if you wipe your ass. The ideas it could give us.
0: Next, then you, you could, could be the next Stan Lee by just taking a minute and washing
1: your ass. You could change Call the fucking game by wiping <laughs> your ass. And that brings me to a quote um, I heard by Kendrick Lamar in a song that I've had Ooh. on repeat. Um, and, and it goes to the funny and the unfunny side Shit don't change until you get up and wipe your ass.
2: Yeah,
0: there it is. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, that's the perfect summary. That's what it is.
1: As always,
0: thank you for joining us on Films in Black and White. Um, next week, we'll be back to our kind of our usual routine of doing news, movie, news, movie. Um, yep. Again, we really appreciate everybody coming with us on this journey of this more than a movie series. It's been eye opening for us, and we hope eye opening for you. Uh, but stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all, and we will catch y'all next week.
1: Shout out to Lamont Sellers, Machina Nash, um, Haley Warren. Um, shout out to Brittany, shout out to everybody who listens to the fucking podcast, we just want to take some time to say that we love you, we appreciate you for being on this journey, and um, yeah, wash your ass, we'll be back next week, you know what I mean, and don't forget to visit the fucking website, you know what I'm saying, you want to get in contact with us, only way to get in contact with me is at filmsonblackandwhite.com, I'm 21 bitch, time to do some shots, ho boom
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Films in Black and White. This week, we reviewed the 2004 movie Crash as a part of our More Than a Movie series. We'll be back next week with a news episode to cover all the latest breaking news from movies, comics, and pop culture. Stay stay connected with us in between episodes by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Films in Black and White. You can also follow us on our website at FilmsinBlackandWhite.com where you can find more information about your co-hosts as well as snack time recommendations and all of the things that you love about Films in Black and White. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, we love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week.